0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 11 of Epilogues and Epiphanies, a show where we'll explore questions about life, the universe, and being human through the lens of TV and film. In today's episode, we'll be discussing the Spielberg classic, Jurassic Park, with special guest Jordan Kennedy. Jordan is a friend from college, and he was one of my husband's apartment mates during our time in college together. And I think this is a really interesting and fun conversation. You know, I always say we are going to look at the universe and being human. Um, on this podcast. And up until this episode, most of our subjects and questions have centered around human emotional experience. And we definitely still get into some of that as well. But there's a lot more big universe type questions in this one. And I hope you'll enjoy listening as much as we enjoyed having this conversation. We get into some great questions about personal responsibility, there's a lot more of philosophical questions in this one um, and the responsibility of knowledge and also TikTok and Twitter. So without further ado, let's go. Thanks for joining us again, everybody. I have Jordan Kennedy with me today, and we're going to be talking about Jurassic Park. So I'll let Jordan kind of introduce himself.
1: Yeah, sure. Yeah, no, my name's Jordan. I know Lindsay through college. She started dating my best friend at the time and ended up marrying the guy. So we met through we met through through Matt. And it's weird because of all of the people I talk to or don't talk to from college, I talk to you the most now yeah it's really strange if you did asked 19 year old me who i would talk to you from college Lindsay hammond would not have been on yeah. my list no you know, even close <laughs>
0: you didn't even like me no
1: i no i didn't yeah this liking you is a three-year recent thing
0: but yeah no if yeah you had said, that's gonna be who you're talking to in 10 years Lindsay. she'd be like whoa what kind of choices am i yeah. making what's going on
1: sure that's a that's that's really funny to to think about so but yeah. i guess that's a good descriptor of who i am as a person it, since you know, asked about tell me about me yeah yeah all right. gas no breaks.
0: i think that's why we get along because i'm kind of similar in that regard i'm either all gas or all break.
1: sure so, sure like, sure
0: there is i really care about it or don't even talk to me because i don't, it's not worth my brain space so yeah,
1: yeah. no that's that's really fair so yeah But, yeah, thanks for having me on here to talk about it. And, uh, you know, I listened to a couple of these and was like, oh, man, that's really neat to just sit and talk to your friend about a movie.
0: Right? That uh, was my whole thing. Yeah. Like, I can create a thing that gives me an excuse to be like, hello, friend. We are going to talk about what I would like to talk about today. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And here we go.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
0: uh, It's been really fun. Yeah. It's been, like, super fun to have an excuse to – because, like – if I just said, Hey Jordan, can I call you and can we talk about Jurassic Park for an hour? You'd be like, yeah. That's a little odd, Linz. Maybe yeah. maybe no. It's kind of weird. But
1: I would I would probably accept, but be very concerned that it wasn't about Jurassic Park and be like, What is this code for? Yeah. Like, is she safe? Like I don't know <laughs> what that means, you know? will be alright. But...
0: So with this thirty year old movie, what is your 30 seconds or less or you're as told by you or described badly version of whichever way you want to go with it of jurassic
1: park sure yeah so the i the way i think of jurassic park is these really good people get hounded in by a dirty billionaire they take these things that the universe made spit in the universe's face and mix them with humans and then are surprised that it doesn't work out well that's that's the way to look at jurassic park is it's it's a story about capitalism and it's spitting in the universe's face and that's so yeah bad, bad man takes good thing and makes it bad mm-hmm. is the
0: yeah it's the plot that's summary pretty pretty accurate yeah billionaire spits in universe's face chaos ensues like, yeah
1: yeah yeah that's the imdb tag
0: yeah oh my gosh yeah no pretty true for sure i This is such a... I don't know why I like this movie so much. I really don't. I I really... But I do. I love it. It's one of my favorites. It's... And I wasn't even old enough to watch it. It wasn't like a, I remember when it came out.
1: Sure. Because... We were two. We were two.
0: (laughs) Not really. Yeah. Two-year-old friendly material. This is not Barney situation. So, uh, you know, (laughs) it was a little different, but... I just remember watching it later, probably in like junior high and just being like really intrigued by, I think it's, I think it's the fact that like, it's a simple story and in terms of the plot is not hard to figure out, but it's effective. It's engaging the whole way through. There's characters you can root for. The effects are really legit. The sound. They're
1: very good. They're very yeah.
0: good. The sound is awesome. I remember always caring about those kinds of things, even as a kid. Does this movie sound cool? Yes. Okay, I'm in. I might be terrified because it sounds too cool. But yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're too real.
0: It is a little too real, but it was fun. So I just, I think it was, it's hilarious to me though. Why were we so in on dinosaurs back then as a, as I don't a, know, as a people? What was happening?
1: Yeah. I, I, yeah, I think about that all the time. So, like, Jurassic Park isn't a core childhood memory for me. Mm-hmm. I don't think the first time I watched it was until may, maybe college with Matt. That's
0: funny. I,
1: I didn't like grow up on Jurassic Park or love it or anything, you know? Mm-hmm. I liked it once I saw it. Obviously, it's a mm-hmm. top 100 movie of all time, in my, you know, mm-hmm. but. I don't know what about like Ari, I remember having dinosaur books. I remember, you know, I wanted to be, uh, I wanted to study dinosaur bones as a kid. That's what everybody wanted to do. Everybody.
0: I did. There's a, there is a power of knowledge commercial somewhere for like the local cable company that my school participated in. And I was in the, what was it called? Enrichment program. So like I was part of the Mm -hmm. commercial. It was about the power of knowledge. And I am the commercial was all of us kids taking turns like closing this locker and turning around and saying what we wanted to be when we grew up and we were like wearing clothes that were you know related to that profession and i wanted to be a paleontologist when i grew up
1: that's awesome
0: yeah and i did it in one take and they were like i thought this little kid was gonna stumble over the world paleontologist and i was you don't know me so everyone else was like I want to be a history teacher. I want to be a carpenter. I want to be boring me. I was going to be a paleontologist, prove the Loch Ness monster still existed. Find the bones of what was it? Davy Crockett probably.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow.
0: I was going to solve all the world's mysteries. Just
1: geez. Right after Finding Atlantis, you know, you had it. That it was, was on just,
0: there. That was on the ride. That was before that, lunch. That movie you know. just hadn't come out yet, so it got added to the list later. But
1: Sure, sure. But
0: yeah, no, I had big plans, and then I don't really know what happened. I think I just was kind of over dinosaurs like everyone else was at a certain point, and it just
1: Yeah, we off. just stopped.
0: We just, we're done, and we just moved on to I don't know what but what, what was that? Well, that was when
1: dreams started to die. You know that mm-hmm. whenever dinosaur dream died, that was when you realize I'm going to work at a desk for oh. the rest of my life. Oh, you I know? didn't that know was... that
0: for a long time. I I didn't. I, okay. I was not a like, I'm going to be a, I was the five-year-old though, that would, you ask me what I want to be when I'm going to grow up and I'm, that's a tall order of a question. Like, oh gosh. I was okay. Like, of course you were. I was like, I'm five. There's no way I really know. Like. And like, uh, (laughs) most of us aren't ballerinas because most of our parents aren't ballerinas. And I don't really like to dance now. So like, I'm not going to be that kind of (laughs) thing. Like, I was that kid. And sure. Okay, that makes way more sense. I never knew what I wanted to be when I grow up. Still don't. But it's fine. So yeah, (laughs) so I don't know what the dream was after paleontology. I think I just fell back into the abyss of why are you all asking me? I am a child. Like... What <laughs> like Man, that's heavy.
1: That's some existential dread for a child, dude, you know?
0: I was just like a hot mess of a kid because I was too smart for my own. Sounds good like it. So yeah. um it's you know, yeah, bad with that. You're in a unique
1: situation too, right? And like mm-hmm. you're self aware and that's a problem.
0: Yeah. Unfortunately. I, I you wish know? I was so much less self aware. Like, I mean
1: smart people are sad, it's upsetting. Yeah. I,
0: it's like, why do we get punished?
1: I, I don't know about you, but I wonder all the time. Would I rather be like dumb and like ignorant to like? I do. You know, think about go back that. forth all the time.
0: I do think about that. I yeah, that there, there is a. I'm gonna get real nervous. You wouldn't here. know. There's a there's a burden of enlightenment that and yeah. you can't go back. You can't put the genie back in the bottle. It's yeah. done, and it's you are you know the way you were living and thinking before was wrong but you're kind of pissed because it was easier and more comfortable and you're annoyed that other people just get to live in that bubble. But yeah, yeah,
1: it's It's upsetting. It's It's very upsetting. It's
0: very upsetting to know too much or know enough or just know things. I think there is some of that to talk about though. You know, this knowledge is a burden and a responsibility. I think, I think that ties into, you know, the theme of Jurassic Park a little bit. I was even thinking about, like, you know, there's this, there's scientists involved, obviously, and they are being funded by this guy who has, who has a purpose and an agenda, but they're like, but I, but the science, but like, yeah, honestly, like, even the, I just got into the whole, like, and thinking about medical research and like, You know, even the questions that we ask in science are funded because people have to think of what's the question that's going to make my research even possible or fundraisable. So there's stuff that we don't even look at because.
1: And it's tough because politics gets so wrapped up into this too. And people get, give the NIH a hard time because of who they give grants to. You know, oh, they research some weird stuff, you know, but it's. They research weird stuff that we probably need answers to for a bunch of other reasons. Mm-hmm. How much better would Jurassic Park have been if it had just had a government grant from the part, the Department of the Interior, or something? You know, yeah, like, it
0: wouldn't have been a theme park with malfunctioning computer gates and an underfunded tech department. That's for sure.
1: Right, right.
0: I think you know. I was thinking about so. I, I'll just, I'll just. You know, my podcast is an honest podcast. Full disclosure, this is a different kind of movie we're talking about. And I was, hey, where do you see yourself in this movie where everyone gets chased by dinosaurs? Screaming along with everyone else. So not really a little super discussion-y kind of question. So as I have done for basically every question or conundrum in my life lately... I used my new personal assistant chat And so it spit out some questions, but the one of them that they asked was what's the theme. And I think the theme has always felt to me like just because you can, doesn't mean you should. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can get dinosaur blood apparently from a mosquito and make real dinosaurs, but should you? <laughs>
1: should you? Should yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. You wrote that in the show notes because in my notebook, on my notepad for this one i have could slash should written down and mm-hmm. with a question mark and I, no again nope. <laughs> this is spinning in the universe's face we don't even need to answer the should we know the should should you absolutely not and even if it is good once or twice it'll become a soulless cash grab 30 years later and when it goes to the theaters it's a yep. it's a meta commentary but oh my gosh yeah, no of course not
0: bad. the last one was so it was bad.
1: terrible I laughed in the theater
0: in a moment that was meant to be very serious. I was cackling out loud. (laughs) Laura Dern is sneaking around this facility doing this little sneak walk. And I was like, you are, you have like four degrees (laughs) and you're like crouching down thinking the cameras can't see you. Like, this is so stupid. Yeah. Like, yeah.
1: You're a very smart woman in the first episode. You know, you're, yeah, you're the leader. Of this Where in, have intelligence have we fallen? yeah
0: yeah yeah yeah,
1: yeah. Mm.
0: they were these but. really smart people were were sneaking and they were doing a real bad job and i was just i can't with this and also it was more about bugs it was more about bugs who said yeah. yes please a dinosaur movie but no dinosaurs mostly bugs
1: bugs please yeah that's what i think oh. of bug park oh. yeah no thanks no thanks yeah, yeah, no. Hard pass.
0: I did like when the first Jurassic World came out. I thought that one was pretty okay. It's the same movie, but yeah, but I was fine with it. I felt it was, it was a
1: nostalgia trip. It was yeah, a nostalgia,
0: like- well done, well executed, and then they milked it for all it was worth, and it's just okay, fine. But you know, yeah. It's it's fun. And that's what these movies are. Obviously, you know, we're talking about the really heavy themes, but they're the reason we like them is not because they make us feel bad about the state of like science in the world. We like them because there are dinosaurs (laughs) and there are like people trying to solve this problem. And, you know, the hero's journey of will they make it out alive and they do and no children are really harmed. I mean, yes, there's definitely trauma i hope hammond pays for everyone's counseling but it's the 90s so he probably doesn't even know they need it oh yeah but, but those but... kids
1: are cooked by the way those kids still yeah. stand a chance
0: yeah. physically physically they're, they're okay mostly Pro- maybe mm. central nervous system mm. is a little toasted for sure but yeah. they're
1: late 40s early 50s now they're not handling it well mm. you know the adults that those children became Oh, not doing great. That's so sad. And uh, yeah, it's very sad. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's probably not a fun direction to take this.
0: Yeah, tra- uh, you know, drama is real. Deal with it, please.
1: That's yeah, yeah, go, go get help, please. Please do it. Yeah, please you'll do be, it. You'll be glad you did. Yeah,
0: for sure.
1: You know, it's funny because you and I have both spent our lives surrounded by a lot of theologians, sm- other smart people that interpret text, lots of lots of reader types, right? Mm-hmm. That like, read meaning into things. Mm-hmm. And I thought while I was reading this. Or watching this I was like, in anticipation for your show am i reading things into this that aren't here because i want to have something to talk about mm-hmm. and you kind of made me think about that a little bit with the what heavy themes are at play and chat gpt gives us the chaos theory and you know humans playing god and stuff that and it's man is that in is that in there or do we just want it to be or is it really just about hey what if what if man and dinosaurs were together how could that go wrong you know and I don't know I got worried about there's maybe maybe Spielberg didn't that mean sometimes. yeah 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 I don't know if I'd call it pretentious so much as just we like to talk about things in that way you know we like, to, know, make we like to make things matter are. yeah
0: meaning making yeah well that's, if, what we're, that's what we do we make meaning yeah better. if
1: they, we didn't that's life would be miserable right so for sure, for sure but yeah I worried about that a lot but ultimately I I don't think it totally matters because we have a task to do anyway and we're gonna try to make our lives better but I thought about that a lot especially in the context of we do that with lots of things in our life and whether it be like religion or politics or education like we put things there that we're just like not even close to like meant to be there
0: yeah oh yeah for sure no I personally I assign weight and morality to a lot of things that there's no I mean some of that is learned some of that is at this point just the way my brain functions and I'm working on unfunctioning it that way but there's there's a lot of oh i'm bad for doing that or i'm bad for not yeah. doing that and it's it's a it's a thing that literally has no moral value outside of, outside of context <laughs> my house being messy is not a statement of my moral anything as a human but in my head it really is Sure. Like, and it's, you know, so I, yeah, we, we make, I think we make meaning because we have to, to, you know, make things matter enough to do something about things sometimes, you know? So,
1: yeah. I mean, that's true too. Yeah. Otherwise, we're just hurtling on a rock through space and nothing matters. So yeah, I get I, don't, that.
0: I don't love the nothing matters. I feel there's that's another I, I totally tracked with what you were saying about, you know, am I just assigning too much meaning to is this just like Spielberg saying that's a fun idea. Let's go. Because I mean, that, yeah. that would be a very Spielberg thing to do like like i don't know if there's meaning to eat tea i i'm not sure there is but you know but he (laughs) might have just been like what if there was a weird wrinkly thing in your backyard what would happen and and you know and then we turn it into this whole thing but uh yeah no i get that for sure but i also on the other hand am never going to be the person that's like nothing matters because to me i I probably default too far to the opposite of every single thing I do or don't do matters way more than it actually does. So I'm learning to find that what are the things that have meaning and should have meaning and what are the things that can just be stupid, don't worry about it if you don't want to worry about it today. Sure.
1: What's fake versus intrinsic to our existence kind of deal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You should start a podcast where you analyze film and media in search of that question. You could call it like epiphanies and epilogues or epilogues and epiphanies, whichever one you You like better.
0: uh, Yeah. I'll play around with that idea for sure. Kick it around. Kick it around. See what happens. Yeah. Maybe 20 people will listen to it. That's about where I'm at.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I hope those 20 uh... people
0: are enriched and appreciate it and that it brightens their day and that they think new things. That is my goal.
1: and honestly god you're creating which is a fun jurassic park theme
0: yeah yeah
1: creating is good yeah i think at its core Mm -hmm. and are we responsible for the results of our creation Mm -hmm. that's a fun question that jurassic park asks Hmm. is dr hammond responsible for the result of his creation
0: i think he is the largest cog in the machine of what led to the creation of the dinosaurs which if they didn't exist they couldn't break free and create chaos and trauma for a whole bunch of people and you know i'm sure ecosystem crises in ways that aren't really talked about and that kind of stuff so yeah i think but do we really know why he wanted to do this is that a thing we know? Cause, cause everybody always, that's my whole thing. I'm always, but what's under the hood of that? A person might be straight up crazy, but they have some crazy logic that made them make that choice. Yeah. It might be flawed, but I want to know what it is. So, yeah,
1: I, I agree with that a lot. I agree with that a lot of, we look at people in media and go, that person's nuts. And, but they probably had a reason. Mm-hmm. And honestly, if you, if a person that holds a similar view, isn't doing that thing, they might be the illogical one. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's, it's it's kind of it's kind of wild to think about radicalism isn't so radical from a logical point of view it's just how much you actually believe what you're radical about you know so so i don't know what was the a plus b that equaled the thing you said yeah
0: exactly what
1: what factor result yeah yeah that's a great question
0: yeah because i want to know what's the a plus b that equals i'm gonna fund a dinosaur park
1: well, it was money, right? Do we, because they have the investor there, and he's talking two thousand to ten thousand a day. That like...
0: lawyer for the company, so Hammond's okay. company. I yeah, because that was the other thing when I watched this. We we rescheduled this, but when I watched it the first time for us to talk about this, I was oh, that guy's the lawyer. Jordan's a lawyer. That's kind of funny that there's a lawyer, a yeah. l- l- lawyer character in this movie, and he's kind of unique.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Not the greatest guy. Yeah. Yeah. I I thought about that a lot and it was, man, do I see myself in this guy? Cause that was one of your questions of, do I, do I see myself in this dude? I, I don't think so. Ultimately I have some more niche lawyer opinions about this character, but ultimately I'm not profit driven guy. And this guy really seems to be. And so he's really active about it. I did find the relationship between him and Hammond really interesting. And that at the beginning of the movie until the very end, or I'm sorry until it starts to fall apart I should mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. He's man the lawyer sucks, the lawyer's miserable, that guy's a pain, and I and I get that part. We're mm-hmm. looked at as drags a lot of the time, right? But and then and then they get to where things are starting to fall apart a little bit socially and he's even the blood sucking lawyer gets it. Why don't you guys? And I thought that was a really interesting man all of the people you respect don't agree with you and the one person that you know has values antithetical to yours. Yeah you know i thought i thought that was really interesting to explore of, he was man, very dog
0: with bone all, with that idea
1: yeah if all of your friends are telling you you're wrong you really have a burden to overcome to show that you're right yeah and if the person you think is morally bankrupt thinks what you're doing is okay let's just take a breath at the yeah. value of our own life you know
0: yeah that takes I thought back, that was really interesting back to that point earlier a little bit though about self-awareness though that takes some self-awareness some people i have learned the 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 vastness of the vacuum of lack of self-awareness that some people can have, and it is astonishing, truly. it's almost they could walk into a room and cuss you out and you could say, "Hey, you were a little much there, and then but what are you talking about? And mm-hmm. and they just don't see it. And so I don't, yeah, Hammond's really lacking some but but again, If you have money, do people ever check you normally? And so you kind of always get told yes sometimes if you're Hammond where you're the guy in charge and everyone's, you know, money ticket. And, you know, you get used to people telling you yes. So you assume I have really good ideas all of the time. I am right all of the time. And then you don't know how to like... The first time he checks
1: with an ethicist is after he's done, you know?
0: yeah. That's the, fir-
1: the first time he starts to think, I should get some experts on whether this is good involved. No, the lawyers ask him to. They're ready to open.
0: The lawyers ask him to because they're worried about liability.
1: Oh, that's right. It's an insurance thing, right?
0: Yep. It's not even yeah. him. It's not even him. Yeah. Man, so he
1: wouldn't have done it if not for
0: nope. he gone liability just like, protection. Hey, let's go. And there could have been a hundred people there that all got eaten.
1: Is Dr. Hammond kind of just a tragic victim of his own optimism? Is he Oedipus? You know, or no, that's not Oedipus. Who flew too close to the sun? Mm. Which one of them flew too close to the sun? Icarus. 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 Oedipus did something else. That's right. Icarus flew too close to the sun. I wonder if he's going to look Icarus.
0: that up afterwards. And... No,
1: I remember. I remember. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mother's Day's right around the corner. Okay. Everybody call your mom. Yeah. Yeah. Icarus. I wonder if he has an Icarus thing of oh, yeah. like, he just got excited and he ha- he could, so he did. Mm-hmm. And. Yeah, he, you know, I so I I think he's evil, I think he's responsible, I think he's a policy failure from our world and government. But as a person, I don't know that I. I don't
0: think he's a bad person. I think he. Yeah. I think I think he had. I think if he truly was able to believe that bad things were going to happen, I don't think he would have done it. But I don't think he would entertain that thought. Um, and I think because of a lot of those systemic factors of the type of person that he was and the type of mental processing he did or didn't do about it, he just, I mean, because honestly, he's a pretty nice guy. I mean, so yeah. so probably up to this point, he has been right and has had good ideas and has probably been really kind to people. So yeah. he's not completely unfounded in his backstory of I have good ideas. and But this one just was way out there. And he, yeah. he did because he could and people continued with their pattern of like, well, he's a really good guy. And it probably honestly affected them feeling they were justified maybe even in giving feedback a lot of times because, oh, I know him to be a generous, good person. Maybe I just don't understand, you know, so. yeah. I mean I think it's
1: if you spent half a billion dollars on a project and then someone comes in and tells you, Hey, this is a disaster, we need to blow this island up I he took it as well as one could. Yeah. I imagine. Probably. You know? He took it as well as, hey, you just wasted a lot of money. It's tragic because think about what that money could have done. You know, you probably could have watered Africa. Oh my god. Well instead you you suckered me into thirty years of disappointment on a movie franchise. Oh my gosh. But you know, so that's, that's kind of the, that's where I get into, is he a bad guy? I, I don't know. That's tough to judge mm-hmm. people by that standard, but at the same time, I don't know, I think yeah. as common people were asked to. Right, right. So I don't know.
0: Yeah. I think it comes back to our, our thought of understanding the a the A plus B for everyone, whether or not it's yeah. ours. I think for him, understanding that, that's his personal perspective and experience and you know. We're working with what we've got. He was working with what he had, and it True. was a different, different seat, different perspective. I mean, who's to say what I would do if I could do it? I don't know. I, I've, <laughs> I've never had anywhere near that much to play with. So,
1: yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it's fair too.
0: I mean, it's, it's very messy. I feel because because it to me it always comes down to. Yes, you're still responsible for the outcome of your actions, but your intentions matter a lot. I think when it comes to that,
1: you have know. a good point. You're talking about you, you, you've never had that 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 the access to that many resources, and yeah. you're not sure what you would do with how you would respond, and maybe those forces would change how you think you would respond.
0: Right, I've never had, I've never had that many. That much resources. I've also never had that much feedback on anything I've done ever, you know, because I've never done anything on that big of scale that could have that much impact on that many people. Sure. So I think there's, there's a lot of layers to that. And again, I don't think it by any means it justifies or excuses the repercussions of decisions made, but I do think that there is something to be said for a person's true intentions and you know if they can learn from a mistake and own it that means a lot i think versus if they're just kind of i can do that's, whatever i like
1: that's interesting yeah that's interesting because i think what we initially talked about is he to blame you were absolutely do you still feel that way after we talked it out a little bit or do, would I, you say yes but or would you say no nah, maybe not
0: i would say yes but I think he okay. he is responsible for the outcome of his actions, but I don't believe he had malicious intentions. So I don't think he's a bad person. I think he did something that had a really bad impact and he's still responsible for that. But I don't think it was his intention based on the limited knowledge I have of this character that his intention was ever to hurt sure. people.
1: So. Okay. That's fair. And I, and I for draw I agree with you, I just was curious on how you came out on it after chatting through no, we've beat the capitalism thing to death
0: sure is, we sure as heck have
1: the one thing that I kept but I think this movie is very much about that if if we wanted to impose themes in it yeah. the we spare no expense line I was love said it. so often
0: so much I love it anytime I'm feeling a little bit bougie we spared no expense just all the time
1: <laughs> let's get the express direct on DoorDash we spare no expense spared Yeah, that's no the... expense 2 yes. <laughs> yes please yeah <laughs>
0: yeah oh man that's amazing that's the perfect <laughs> example of when that's the perfect yeah, yeah. example of <laughs> when
1: <laughs> yeah early bird check-in for my flight too much but express direct delivery on door dash yeah. no let's yeah. go
0: let's go yeah oh my gosh that's so funny yeah I think this is technically not in the movie. It's in the series of movies. I think the evolution of Dr. Henry Wu is hilarious because he's okay. he's in a sad, he's in a sad man sweater. In the last movie, <laughs> like, he's the same guy, but they have him in this. How do we make this guy look? Things have just gone bad and he's in a bad way. Let's
1: sure. put him in this really
0: lumpy <laughs> sweater and make him look really sad, even though his face is the same as it was 30 years ago. So yeah, that's, funny. That's
1: incredible. Yeah.
0: So funny. Yeah.
1: They, they do a good job of showing the weight of what he's done on him, yeah. which is he's the only character that the I feel like. The weight of the sweater. Yeah.
0: It's, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. such a weird... <laughs> It's such a weird outfit. I that was another time when I laughed inappropriately at the mo- the latest movie in the theater. <laughs> I just was I was it never had me w- once. I was super excited about it, and then I got there and I was this is garbage. So I guess I'll just have <laughs> fun making fun of the garbage. And- Man,
1: that's the best part of seeing a movie that you're excited for and realizing it's bad is you try for thirty minutes and then you're like, oh no. Oh God! Well, and then you're you're a positive person in this regard because you well I'll just I'll just enjoy it for what it is, you know.
0: Yeah, I'll just decide it's a comedy and enjoy their- If
1: it were a parody, it'd be amazing. Yeah. Oh my God! I
0: think I was just interpreting it as if it were a parody. That's what yeah. I did for the rest of it. I was like, oh look at her, she's being so funny, sneaking and just all that weirdness and the bugs and yes, please more bugs. I wanted to see more bugs yeah oh my gosh yeah no what are your favorite let's we can lighten this up a little bit okay um, sure what's your what what do you about this movie what do you have favorite scenes do you have i mean we talked about the effects and stuff but
1: yeah so the first time that i am blanking on his name now that the main male paleontologist oh yeah main I character with the heck's it. his name yeah well him okay the first time up. we see yeah we can dub in his voice well, I say we it'd be you but I don't know why I'm like, yeah yeah Lindsay will fix this yeah okay yikes so he there's the first time he sees the dinosaur the I think it's a stegosaur that they see for the first time right and the look of awe and wonder on his face and then he sees the birds flying over Henry's oh yeah they fly in a pack that genuine excitement of mm-hmm. or, or no it was the I'm sorry it was the the, some some dinosaur was running is they run in a pack you know mm-hmm. and the genuine excitement of this thing that i have longed to do or see paying mm-hmm. off and getting to see that mm-hmm. you know it, it like was really was
0: not going to pay off
1: oh yeah you're never gonna know if your work is real right, right. but for him actually,
0: like, he was studying a dead species
1: yeah yeah it was not like, gonna what
0: this dream was not what is success yeah. yeah
1: yeah what is success for this guy right so what is yeah. success for paleontology
0: Finding, you know
1: a yeah right? like if you do one skeleton in your career it's huge right yeah. so yeah that whole wonder of i succeeded or or my dream has come true even that oh this thing is beyond my wildest true. that's so i love it i i that is, i feel that when i watch that mm-hmm. a lot yeah. of man what is that thing for me in my life that i remember going i wow then you, you know there's probably a couple of moments that come back when i see it. marrying my wife passing the bar exam mm-hmm. moments where you're like that was amazing yeah and that i feel those things whenever i watch him feel that so i love that yeah. scene if yeah. only because it's the pinnacle of human life right yeah. seeing this thing that you want is awesome
0: yeah no, that's, uh, it's funny. Your This dream is realized, but his dream career is dead because why do you want dinosaur bones if they're alive?
1: Mm. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. Why do we need paleontology if we can just like, <laughs>
0: we can look have a at it? A live one. Yeah.
1: There's not elephant paleontologists. Right, like We just go right. to the zoo. Yeah. Just
0: go to the zoo. So he needs to be a zoologist now. I don't know. Yeah, I... maybe. Right. Yeah. Maybe. I don't. For me, I think I just generally love Jeff Goldblum in this movie. He just okay. he just makes my day. I love his. He's such an odd way of being in the world. Yes, that is that makes me uncomfortable in a way that I. Some people are weird and they they make me uncomfortable, and I'm please make it stop. And he is entertaining while making me uncomfortable in his oddity, and I just thoroughly enjoy it. So. I always think about the. it's from this movie I think where he's laying in the back of the he's, his shirt's mm. mostly open he's just very yeah. I'm Jeff Goldblum and look at me I look amazing in this movie the, what does he do he's flirting with her with chaos theory and water drops yes. on her hand yes. and I remember that so vividly <laughs> the tiny imperfections they're microscopic there's nothing really wrong <laughs> with you you know this whole Only like, microscopic
1: microscopic of course yeah, yeah
0: yeah and just so funny and he just had a he he had it on lock from the start. This guy knew. I think this man showed up knowing he was gonna get injured by a dinosaur. I think he knew. Okay. because <laughs> this whole time he's like, this is just gonna be out of control. You have you know basically played with fire in the biggest way. <laughs> and it is going to burn the world down. And well, let's
1: ride, you know. But
0: I'm so amused. Let's see how it goes. Like, what way does the world burn? Let's go. And so he's there, and he's just he's just hysterical. I just think it's so. He's also kind of the only adult that maybe like has appropriate emotions, except Laura Dern. He's the only male mm-hmm. maybe that has appropriate emotions. I should say. Because Alan Grant doesn't kids so much that he almost doesn't know how to help them when they might die. And the, <laughs> lo- the lawyer guy runs away and dies in a toilet. And yeah. just Hammond just, you know, sent his grandchildren off in a untested environment with big scary monsters. That's some hubris, We're right? Strangers, there.
1: by the way. Strangers, strangers.
0: Strangers and untested equipment and big scary monsters. Hubris. Total hubris. Yeah. yeah. That guy just did not think he could possibly fail. But yeah, no, Jeff Goldblum is fantastic in it. I think the kid actors do a really good job. Um, oh my gosh. Being, so- being appropriately good. But 90s movies kids could be annoying. And I don't feel these kids were really that annoying. No. A lot of 90s movies are, I'm just, were all kids this awful? Is this what I was, because this is terrible. <laughs> but no, they're really palatable and kind of capable, tough and smart. And you know, they're... They're out there surviving. So, yeah, I think they're building their
1: trauma walls. Building so. their
0: trauma walls. Laura Dern is always Laura Dern, and she's so great. So, yeah, I think my hope sometimes for these conversations is one, I just want to have fun talking to my friends about movies and big ideas that I think about probably too much behind all these things but two, to maybe show people that you know there's there's more out there to be enjoyed and learned from than we think there is
1: you know how there's the trope that you never hurt kids in movies at least like in Steven
0: Spielberg's, sort of, yeah
1: yeah well they apparently trauma doesn't count
0: no oh for sure not we talked sure about not. that a
1: lot and i don't know why like maybe that's just the era right of oh. trauma wasn't a concept no, no or, it was like, not
0: a concept nope i 100% no it was the kids cannot die or get physically injured and it was more for it was more for the parents in the audience than anything else because mm. I think as a kid I was In a lot of watching some of these movies, you know, trauma by proxy, you know, oh my gosh, that situation, I'm a kid and I'm tiny and that could happen to me. And, you know, there was, I don't even remember what it was, but there were a couple, couple movies where it was just, it did that to me where I imagined very vividly with my little kid brain. What if that happened to me and it was too much? Um, Yeah, yeah, no thanks. Yeah. No, it wasn't a concept for sure. I think only recently, honestly, I feel even since I graduated from my master's program, have I felt culturally we've accepted the concept that trauma can be things other than physical and sexual abuse, that that is real. Your brain's wiring can really be impaired and affected by things that, you know, aren't considered those, what we would call big T trauma. Okay. That's kind of a term that people use sometimes. So big T trauma usually refers to physical or sexual abuse rather than like something that's not physical or was an experience gotcha. or you know even
1: being trapped in an amusement park you know and the jurassic animals attack you yeah and violence yeah. and yeah seeing all that kind of stuff yeah. sure okay i'm with you i don't know yeah. though
0: maybe that one gets a big t i don't <laughs> there's no there's no <laughs> there's no dsm criteria for that one for <laughs> when you were chased by dinosaurs but, but yeah. yeah no that that would technically be, I think, little t trauma,
1: little t trauma, yeah, little little t rex trauma. Um, oh my God. Probably not, it's probably not an appropriate pun at all. Oh my gosh, I'm so I sorry. I
0: think <laughs> it was fantastic because you know what? There's not a person alive today with t rex trauma, so at least real. That's a good t-rex good point. T-rex who could be offended? Who are you gonna, yeah, making mad, Jordan? It's fine,
1: exactly. Yeah, who are you offended on behalf of? Think about that. <laughs> like- yeah, I thought about about the kids and then i thought about one of the questions before we decided that jurassic park was a weird case study was what does it mean to be human right and what is what does that mean we're really bad at predicting the consequences of our actions this is such a monkey paws curls type of movie like what if there was a zoo for dinosaurs okay here we go you know and i just kept thinking about yeah this is yeah we're bad at this as a people
0: oh okay just because we could should yeah that that whole thing i think about that on such a big level that i have to stop myself from thinking about it because honestly modern life should not exist oh no the way it had to happen for this to be brought about should not have happened ever so we shouldn't have ever been able to get here or with with modern society, even if we took a different path to get a lot of the things, not every single advancement in technology is not all of them, a lot of them, but not all of them are, you know, entangled in questionable morality from start to finish. But yeah. that doesn't mean we didn't think about how might this affect us physically and developmentally as a species if we change the way we engage with our environment substantially. And the answer is badly, badly. It will affect us badly. <laughs> so, yeah, we are meant to be physical beings that are moving around a lot in our day. And we have made it so we don't have to move. And actually so that we can't move to do most of our jobs for most of the day. And this leads to depression, anxiety, isolation, All these things that just because we basically designed culture and society in a way that is antithetical to the way our physicality was designed to keep us alive and thriving. But we did it because we could and it seemed fun and (laughs) it seemed easier. And some of them solved real problems, medical advancements and all that kind of stuff, you know, but some of them, I don't know, man. I don't think we needed Facebook. I don't think we did.
1: Yeah. no, I, we could have survived without Facebook. I promise. Yeah. 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 Well, I, it's funny coming from the woman who Chat GPT'd our questions I for know, tonight. I know. know. You know. But I know. no. But that's that's part of the irony of life, right? You just do it and like, Chat GPT bad for us as a species. Yeah. Like is TikTok bad for us as a people? Yeah. But do I have both of those things on my phone? Yeah. Why? I God, I don't know. TikTok is TikTok is bad for our brains, but so fun. But it's fun. I can watch I can watch people dance. I can watch, you know, watch the cats.
0: Yeah. No, it's... Yeah. But I think then, too, the other side of it is, okay, and this is a metaphor I've used a lot in the last couple of days, where I'm one person, this is the plan. I'm not going to yeah. fuck the system and change it. So if this is the world I have to live in, what's the best way I can do it? What's the best perspective I can have? What's the best use of these mediums I can have? And there's tools we can use in more positive ways. I There's a lot of negative and weird stuff on TikTok. I personally mostly follow new girl memes and Taylor Swift stuff for the most part. And then what's the other thing? There's something else. Oh, now I'm starting to see dog videos because I posted one. Yeah. But, uh, but mostly it's those really frivolous things but there are some dark there's some dark trails that you can get stuck on in in tiktok some angry ones but
1: yeah Yeah, it's weird the internet's weird now it was in 2013 it was so whimsical you know it was was there was weird stuff on the internet yeah yeah it really was it really was so the the guy that made reddit had a really interesting this is so far afield from jurassic park had a really interesting thing about yeah yeah right about how and the 2000s, till about 2013, 2015, the internet was kind of this like, accessory, an obscure place Mm -hmm. that things happened. We we weren't super active on it. Mm -hmm. At the time, it was weird that I was staying up late to watch video games on the internet. And now that's all the kids are doing, you know? And so it was this weird side thing that sometimes made our lives a little bit better. Mm -hmm. But now it's where people meet. Yeah. And it is the de facto town square. And that is so troubling from you. said every time you click on an Instagram story, it's somebody's coolest day of their life, right? And a big moment happening and mm-hmm. you're just in your office or at your house and you feel crap and you're having a bad day and, oh, this person's living a life. And then the next yeah. one is someone that's living a life, you know, and that feels bad until, you know, we just weren't built to see life no. that way.
0: We have two, we're, our brains were, I think I'm sure other people have said it, but Brene Brown said on one of her podcast episodes, our brains were meant for a village level knowledge and we now have access to a universe. And So we were not meant to process things in this way. The comparative upward comparison, we used to be comparing to our peers and now we have a broader range. That gap is bigger and that causes a lot of issues for people. The one that drives me up the wall is the filters because I think about teenage girls and that they're literally getting face dysmorphia because they don't what their face looks without a filter because they see it. And I'm that, that one breaks me, but yeah, it's all these things. Well, yeah, you can make this app. You can do this thing. You can make a park filled with dinosaurs or you can make TikTok. You can't, you know, all these kinds of things. And we just say, yes, we can. And we yeah. all, and we all just take them on. And then most of the time we, we don't realize the impact that they are having negative impact or take the time to, how do I... It took me a really long time to realize Instagram was not helping my mental health. It took me a minute to realize, hey, there's some things you're doing that are affecting the way you're feeling about things. Maybe you should adjust your behavior or adjust your engagement. You know <laughs> what I mean? We just kind of adopt things and we just do them because everyone's doing them. We don't really check the impact of yeah this new technology, this new thing or whatever it is. Or even just is this way of life for me you know it could be outside of technology we just kind of adopt things and back to self reflection we're not really questioning that we might be doing something or we might be a factor yeah. in the problem and did just, i do
1: this intentionally or yeah. is it just the thing that i do now you yeah. know it's a big theme of my life i feel deleting facebook was the best thing i've ever done
0: yeah it's i was so thing.
1: mad the whole time but we being mad, human beings love being we mad. Like I don't know what it is. It's things.
0: great. To feel things.
1: Yeah. And I guess that's a good point. We were really numb to every other we feeling. Really and are. so like anger is a very real,
0: it's a safe, yeah. culturally justifiable emotion, especially for men. You know, a, a lot of emotional expression and feeling is not there's where are you going to feel that where are you going to express that what what place do you have to feel deep sadness or giddy excitement or you know whatever it is where culturally are you allowed to full-on have that emotion we don't have those spaces and guys especially don't have those spaces so there's this dampener on everything but i can be mad and if there's something even heck if it's morally then i'm allowed to feel mad and I can tap into all this emotional energy that doesn't have anywhere else to go, and it's it's not good. That's another fall of anxiety. <laughs> but you know, but yeah. like the, I think being conscious of it. You know, you were conscious of I, me being angry is not the way. It's not. It's not. Yeah. It ain't it. Not like, how I want to so. live my life.
1: Yeah, right. It ain't it. Yeah, <laughs> it's not how I want to live my life. This is about Jurassic Park, about how he's mad that they gave him feedback.
0: You know, and then like,
1: hey, that we had a you asked for our opinion, right? We gave it to you, yeah. And you're mad about it because it wasn't what you wanted. Mm -hmm. We weren't rude; we just didn't say what you liked. Yeah, you know, and that's and that's really tough. He was mad that he got feedback, and yeah, before Facebook, God, could you imagine if they had Facebook and could tweet from the island or whatever? Oh my gosh. Instagram (laughs) selfies with the with the T Rex, little little filters with the bunny ears on it or something. Oh my
0: gosh, yeah, no, that's. Yeah, it's there is I mean because the the fact of the matter is everything we're talking about is human experience and this movie has humans having experiences. <laughs> so, you know, true, broad, true. podcast gets a little broad sometimes, but I don't think it's irrelevant. You know, it's still this idea of making decisions. He just made them for a lot of people. We're talking about yeah. my use of technology that someone else invented. He recreated a species. And that's a whole island on Earth that is messed up, like people right. that are traumatized. So
1: let me let me push back on you. Who impacted more lives in this hypothetical, Dr. Hammond or Mark Zuckerberg?
0: Oh, Mark Zuckerberg.
1: Right. Yeah, we talk about like Dr. Hammond's made a decision for a lot of people to look, but man, yeah, yeah. Twitter, God, you know, e- even in the end game, where in most recent Jurassic Park, where the world is destroyed, mm-hmm, right, mm-hmm. by virtue of this. I don't see that be morally or metaphysically. That's our society, right? Mm-hmm, so, like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Jurassic Park is Twitter.
0: Yep, we're just instead of dinosaurs, it's just digitally killing us on the inside. Yeah. Wow. Wow.
1: Gosh. <laughs> I'm always reinvigorated by my love of life when we talk, Lindsay.
0: Yes, I know. I'm super cheery, <laughs> super. Cheery. But dinosaurs are
1: cool. It this is movie's cool because cool. you see dinosaurs. It is
0: fun. It's so fun. Honestly, it is. It's it for for being as you said ascribing so much meaning and so much morality to the actions of these fake characters that never really did these things
1: well that's you know we talk about how does Jurassic park intend to have these themes or are we just reading into them we're probably reading into them and then the way we've taken this conversation says a lot about us oh for, like, sure, for sure you know we're, yeah the billionaires are evil and this is bad for humanity or it could just be okay hey, it's kind of neat to make things you know, we yeah. could have been really yeah. positive about it. It's true. Sometimes things go bad, but you should try. You know?
0: No, there is something to that, though. You mentioned earlier, you kind of tied it into the the creating. And I, I do think, I think we were created to create. I, I fully believe that. And I feel I finally, I'm not saying this is the only thing I'm ever going to create. Obviously, that's not what I'm saying. But I do feel I finally actually figured out something that was uniquely mine to put out into that's the awesome. world and um, oh, yeah. feel good about it and feel confident about it and feel it was a challenge and and it's to create is vulnerable i mean it's you're, you're the act of doing it takes confidence so you know hammond hammond was engaging in this act of creation endeavor i'm sure at the very beginning it was is this even going to work can we even do this like theoretically we've got this and I'm sure a prequel would probably be so much more endearing than like oh, blood, interesting. a bloodbath of, you know, everyone getting in mudslides yeah. with dinosaurs. We have our first breakthrough. This, this, whatever. I don't even know the words, Jordan. But whatever thing they need to happen the first time when yeah. they're trying to do this, <laughs> when that happens, I'm sure it was really amazing and really inspiring and motivating yeah. and beautiful because they created life.
1: Is he a tragic character in it with his backstory considered, yeah, yeah I don't know. or or is he this greedy, money hungry guy? They could paint him, however, and we would Probably, have clarity, right? Yeah. That'd be, yeah, that'd be what real. If, I think a prequel would be great.
0: What if he's both? We don't like that.
1: One, well, yeah, one would overshadow the other. To me, I don't know that a person filled with greed can ultimately be tragic. I don't know okay. that I, I, I don't know that I like that I just drew this hard line, mm-hmm. but. If a person's, yeah, I'm, I'm fueled by money, I'm fueled by, mm, by power. I see what you're saying. And then they ultimately end up having a tragic result. I don't know that I care. I just think that that's a good end for a villain. Okay. You know, I'm not sad Thanos died. Right. You know? Fair. But, but maybe that's unfair of me, and maybe I, I say that as if there's no scenario where I could accept that is true. But of course, life is lived in the gray, right? So, mm-hmm. maybe there is. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know.
0: Prequel could be interesting. Or it could be hella boring, but
1: it's just scientists in a lab. <laughs>
0: it might be, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I really don't know. It could I mean it's it's that idea of getting to understand that A B equals Jurassic Park thing. Yeah. And you know, knowing that those scientists are so they seem so pure in their passion for the science and the 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 work that they're doing and the genetic work that they're doing and all that kind of thing, you know, and they don't really go into it in much detail. But I'm curious what you would learn from something that about genetic disorders and what you would be able to gain and extrapolate to other areas of biological science. You know, maybe there were a lot of really good things, but true,
1: we don't you get know. into trolley problem that way, yeah. Right? Do you accept the Jurassic Park Island and whatever deaths happen on it mm-hmm. in exchange for? Figuring out how to fix, you know, genetic DNA disorders. Yeah. Maybe. Probably. Yeah. Probably. The math is probably correct. You would yeah. sacrifice a hundred to save a million. Yeah. You know, but mm. do you, can you be the one to make that choice of stuff? Cool. how does history judge those people, et cetera? You know,
0: mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. It's definitely. I'm definitely- happy to be an
1: NPC in the course of history. You know, <laughs> there will never be a book written about me. None of yeah. my actions will be judged a hundred years from now. Yeah. It's fine.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, I think that and that's you know Hammond's trying to leave his mark, and he definitely does.
1: Yes, there will be a book written about Hammond in that yeah, universe
0: for sure. Probably several. Actually, I think Ian Ian Malcolm, Jeff Goldblum's character, I think does write a book about Hammond. So okay, <laughs> he's he's definitely got some book. I don't remember what it was about, but he's Mister Celebrity guy by the last movie. So the one with all the bugs. But yeah, yeah. yeah, no, this is just, it's, it's good nostalgia. If you look at the film for what it is, it's Steven Spielberg, who is always just delivering and it's a simple plot. It's a very interesting premise. I will get behind a lot of weird movies if I'm, oh, someone thought of making a movie about that. That's very interesting. I would also to see how that plays out. So, you know, it's just this weird <laughs> idea that we're all kind of, uh, oh, okay. And then it's well executed, and it's engaging throughout, and the characters and the actors are all cheerable or hateable, and it's it's just a good movie. And if people haven't seen it, they really need to, because I don't think we actually gave away very many spoilers other than just the whole idea that things go awry.
1: Yeah, Dinosaur uh, Island bad. Dinosaur Look.
0: Island bad, but I think you probably knew that just by being alive today, so, but... Yeah, no, I know we went... Yeah, if you have hard. access
1: to a podcast player, you have access to the spoilers of Jurassic Park, right? You, like,
0: you do. Yeah, if yeah. you're alive, you... Yeah. Some movies don't get to... There's a statute of limitations on spoilers, I feel, and this one's definitely crossed it for sure. It's at
1: least 30 years. Least yeah. 30 a, a, years.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel this was a very different but equally fun-to-me conversation, and I... I'm glad. I... I had fun. I hope you had fun. I hope I wasn't too much of a downer. I know I I took, no. I took us to some dark places for a second. Well, no, the
1: problem the problem is is I have no interest in climbing up out of those dark places, so we are a, a toxic match if not a fun one.
0: Okay. Yeah, I would always reach down and try to pull you back out.
1: I would. I appreciate that. I, I, appreciate I, that. I, I wouldn't. Let I take you make us as l- I take us as a Long Island iced tea. There's no way they should just be mixing all of these things together. <laughs> but it's it's a, it's at least a ride for the time that you yeah. you experience it. So
0: yeah, yeah. No, it's it's good. Yeah i I've always appreciated your authenticity and your thoughtfulness in that authenticity. So I think I think that is why we are able to you said on paper when you tell 19 year old us hey these yeah. these, these are gonna be your friends and we'd be like but well, what
1: but why yeah <laughs> what happened to all the other ones yeah yeah
0: yeah no this was good i always enjoy getting to talk to you it's always great to see you i always know we're going to probably we're going to be very honest and we're probably going to laugh so always down for that any final thoughts on Jurassic Park or anything else you want to say before we kind of wrap up the episode
1: here? No, I don't think so. I think we talked around and through as much as a person reasonably could about Jurassic Park. So, thanks for having me on. I really I had a good time, and I think I I'm due for a watch of the whole Jurassic Park series now. Not yeah, just the first one.
0: Movie marathon. That'd be fun. There we go. I don't yeah. know if I've watched the new ones on our new soundbar yet. I think I need to do that. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that that's a good Saturday situation. Yep. Nice. Awesome. Well, thanks again for joining me. Thanks again for joining me today. I hope this maybe made you both laugh and think. I hope you'll spend some time thinking about some of the could versus should questions in your own life. I feel like you know in 2023 everyone on both side of the aisle tends to think about their rights. And, you know, in the U.S., we do, in fact, have the rights to do some pretty rude and crappy things. Um, But should you? Think about the could versus shoulds. Also, maybe when it comes to your use of technology and habits there, is Instagram making you sad or mad? Maybe you don't use it then. Or, you know, if you're me and that just felt like opting out of, you know, the society, so to speak, because that's where all your friends are um, maybe just find a different way to use it. Think about the ways you're using these things and, um, be a little more intentional in your could versus shoulds. And I think we'll all be much happier and healthier. So with that, I hope you have a great rest of your day and until next time. Thanks.